The JLab JBuds line has something for everyone. Like the JBuds Mini, the smallest earbud on the market by a major brand. Fits on your keychain. Perfect for on the go. They come in five amazing colors. Or the JBuds Air Sport. True wireless sport earbuds that have a secure fit, are sweatproof, and have be aware mode that allow you to exercise while still being aware of your surroundings. With over 44 hours of playtime, they help you conquer the hardest workouts. Use the code SNAPS25 for 25% off your order. Visit jlab.com to find your kind of tech. Superchargers, headlights, and more. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. With over 122 million parts at eBay guaranteed fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Plus, with prices that don't break the bank, you can stay on your A-game. I mean, come on, guys. What's not to love? Well, the parts you need at the prices you want, it's so easy to bring home that win. So keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music. And lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. The Volume. What's up, everybody? Welcome in. Welcome in. <laughs> okay, Jordan. Uh, we have Jordan Rogers on the show today. Give me an what's idea what you're stepping into. Let's look at the I chat don't. here. Nolan Warnock says, what's up, everyone? Is T-Bob blaming sensitive nips as the reason he's coming around on Beck? Find out at 1 p.m. Um, okay, so first off, Please, no, I've, been the dealing, on that. <laughs> I've been dealing with a massive case of shingles. It's fucking <laughs> awful. Like boys, like I'm pain tolerant. But you're serious. It is twenty. I'm dead serious. It is twenty four seven awful pain for well over a week what now. I'm it? finally on the come down. It's like basically adult chicken pox, right? But mm -hmm. it all started because I was feeling off. I was feeling weird, and it was like, man, I got really sensitive nipples right now. I don't know what's going on. Come to find out, it gets worse and worse and worse. Saturday, wake up I'm on the edge of a mental breakdown, anxiety attack. But we made it. We're good to go. And yes, I am kind of coming around on Carson Beck a bit, which we will discuss. This is Snaps. Oh I'm T-Bob Abier. He's Aaron Murray. He is Jordan Rogers. Hold up. Jordan, did, you have to like, did you have to like tape the nips? You have to cover them up? Well, what did you have to do here? Like, were you I cannot style? fathom how badly it would hurt to apply tape to my nipples right now. Mm. <laughs> like, just the fabric <laughs> rubbing against my chest is awful. Right now, it's um again, it's it's getting better today. But I do not wish shingles on my worst enemy. If you are above sixty, you definitely need to get that shingles vaccine. Because like, I'm wondering, like back in the day, what happens? Do I just die? Because it's getting better with medicine. So like, if you didn't have medicine, does shingles just kill you? I don't. I I don't know. Slowly, don't, yes, probably. But uh, but but anyway, he's Jordan Rogers. This is Naps. Real quick housekeeping. Thank you to everyone getting a 7K on YouTube. The road to 8K starts today. Please, the algorithmic gods that rule our existence by hitting like and subscribe. Jordan, what's up, man? Thank you so much for joining us, man. 
What's going on? Besides, uh, now we're done with the shingles. What else should we yeah. talk about? That's mm, yeah. yeah. Well, anymore. okay. So actually, I was going to start with UGA and Carson Beck. So oh, okay. Nolan was actually right on our rundown here uh, because look, this is a George team now. Winners are twenty five in a row. I've been on the no UGA will not win a championship bandwagon the entire season. I'm slowly eroding. And so I'll ask you this, uh, with what you've seen out of Carson Beck this year, has he proven to you that he is a national championship caliber quarterback? Oh, not yet. Ooh. And and I'm of the camp. I've, I've no, hold, hold up, hold up. I'm of the camp. I love Carson. <laughs> and I've been on this train with him and Bobo when they were getting negative you know what, on Twitter for no reason. I'm like, what are you watching? Because I think I think Boba's mm -hmm. actually done at times and and maybe okay, no. This this year, Boba's done a better job of getting Brock Bowers the ball than I think uh Munkin ever did. Now Munkin has more weapons, I think, at times in the backfield to work with. So the offense is different, but I think Carson's a heck of a player. I will say, I'm gonna say no just yet, because I think the last little piece that I need to see from Carson is some consistency in the deep ball. When you just pull the numbers, and he missed a couple, I think, mm -hmm. last week. Um, when you pull the numbers, he's second last in the SEC in balls over 25 yards. And I think that's one wow. of those things that Stetson always got the knock for not being a deep ball guy, which I don't think was ever true. I think at times in his career, he threw the ball really shallow and tried to line drive it, and so the margin for error was lower. But he would make those big-time throws in big-time yeah. games. I think that's what I need to see from Carson. A few more of those, and I think this team is there, and he's there. Well, well, Setson early in his career was like that. Like Setson's totally. biggest knock after his first season was like he was not accurate down the field. Then second, third season, he got better and better, but he had two years of experience. I mean, this totally. is still Carson's first year. So I don't want to defend him here, but where would you yeah, rank you him? Like I do a little bit. I think <laughs> I, I think of Carson, and I know it's year one. I know it's hard to leave after one season and go to the NFL, but like I think he's a first round talent. He's got the size, he's got the arm strength. He showed enough to me. Where would you put him in this NFL draft class? Because we talked about how loaded it is at the quarterback spot. Would he still fall in the first round? I don't think so. I don't think yet. Mm -hmm. I think he could. Are you putting him ahead? Are you putting him ahead of? I'm trying to think of the fringe. Guys. I'm putting him ahead of I, Bo Nix. Yeah, I am putting him ahead of Bo Nix. I don't think okay. Bo Nix is like NFL talent. I think he's a great college quarterback, and there's well, a reason he, why he's played five years in the in, in college football. Has moved on. Like I think yeah. he, if the, someone could fall in love with him in the right system, but I've always been there too. Um, I mean, Caleb Drake, so. one, two. I mean, I mean, Bex of who's three? He's, he's a who's fucking three? giant, right? Like, and, like the NFL loves giant white guys, and he's a giant, and he's got thick ass Who's legs. Still, though, I mean, a lot of that. I think a lot I of that say, is changing a little bit. I, I think the ability to escape and have mobility, which is why I think, from a pa pure passing standpoint, yes, Aaron. I, I think he's yeah. one of the. I, I just in my notes, I was looking over my notes before this. I wrote down somewhere like I think he's one of the best pure progression intermediate passers mm -hmm. in college football right now. I mean, his ability to like go one, two, and then in rhythm hit that, whether it's a comeback backside or a deep cross or whatever that is with accuracy on time. I think the mobility and I think some of the haven't quite seen the deep ball consistency yet would would still put me at, I think he's a mid-round guy if you said he's going right now. And, well, okay, wait, sorry, sorry. I think he's a late second, third guy, not a mid-round mm. guy. I think he's a late second now. But again, I, this is a deep, Loaded it class. Who would you play? Who's ahead of him, though? So you'd put Bo ahead of him. I'd put. Yes, I would put Bo ahead of him. And I don't. And that, well, that's saying a lot because I don't. I don't love Bo. I haven't for a lot of his career. I think he's done a lot for himself. Yes. This year. Um, Where does Penix fit in? Penix is ahead of him for sure. I think. I think Penix is an absolute. You don't star. worry about Penix. You're putting Penix in the big three then. 
Yeah. The, the Williams, so. uh, Drake put, May, Michael Penix. I put, I put, oh, this is going to be, a, <laughs> you're not going to like this one. I might put, I think I'd put Quinn ahead of, of, of Beck. Hmm. I think they're. I think. I think you. Could I'm interested like to see where a couple of these guys. For reasons are very similar, but I wonder if a couple of these guys end up staying too. Jordan, like talk about should. that. Of of you know, Drake is not playing as well as he did last year, and, and you can blame you know, new OC, different receivers. You know, Quinn is banged up right now. You know, if 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 both those guys don't finish the season off where they want to, it doesn't look like 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 North Carolina will with their second loss. Texas still everything in front of oh. them. But could you see both those guys coming back next year? And how does that change the whole situation? I will. I, I absolutely would. You? It's, I, I would because of uh, well, I probably wouldn't if I was Drake because I think he's a bona fide one or two. So I think he's a bona fide yeah. top five draft pick. And yeah. I think maybe not being necessarily the number one doesn't always hurt you if mm-hmm. you're the number two, right? Because you go to a team that's maybe traded up to get in the top five. That's a fringe yep. kind of needing one more piece, and you could be in a much better situation. But I think I think in this day and age, like taking money and either testing the transfer portal. Like, who's going to be Bama's quarterback next year? going to be somebody that's not on that roster right now, I think. No, it's Tyler Buckner. Right thing. What are you talking about? <laughs> Full offseason of Buckner, that's just what he needs. Come on. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Look, look. Okay, let's 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 bring it back to college football. Really Even though, look, I, I agree with – okay, here's where I stand on Georgia. I've evolved my Georgia take, right? Okay. I've always said that I thought, no, they were not going to win the national championship just because replacing Munkin and, um, and Stetson Bennett was going to be too much and that that was what pushed him across the finish line. Slowly but surely, they get the win on Jordan Hare, a couple big home blowout wins. You see Carson Beck overcome Brock Bowers like it's nothing this last game. Lab McCoggle, like, okay, I'm starting to come around. I think this is where I'm at today. I still think playing the math, the most likely scenario, it's never happens in 30s. All things we know. I don't think Georgia wins three in a row, but I do feel like for the first time this season, I've finally come around to that. I think they're good enough to potentially win three in a row. Like I was pretty hard out three. on them. These next three. I mean, I mean, I mean, no, no, sorry. I mean, this year, right now, this Georgia team, right now, I've been out on hard since the beginning of the year, since preseason. Oh, sorry. And winning three, three in a row. Yeah, yeah, I, three, yeah. Yeah, excuse me. No, no. So I finally come around to the idea that while I still don't think they will, just playing the odds, um, I, I feel like they are, they're starting to appreciate in value. Like they're getting better as the season goes on, which is what championships team do. And who right now are you like, they're beating Georgia? Yeah, and that and that's the other kind of fair point, right? No, but I mean, mm-hmm. Michigan, Michigan remains untested. That's what I would say. Ohio State's still very interesting mm-hmm. because they've survived the two big tests that they've had. Aaron, even no, though I mean, Ohio State, Aaron, you can't I'm, like Aaron, you can't see that unequivocally. Shit. No, I can't. They won't score. You can't. You can't win championships if you don't have. I an think offense. Carson Beck and the Georgia offense would struggle against that Ohio State defense. No, you think they would just roll? Which defense are you more high on? Georgia's defense? Well, I say, even if you want to give a flip of a coin, like they're both on the equal playing fields, Georgia's offense is significantly better than Ohio State's offense. Right. And Jordan, answer that question. Like, how, how do you, I asked Josh Pate the same question last week. How would you rank importance in today's game of offense to defense? Like, what would you prefer? And I know this, you're an offensive guy, but close. yeah. Look at, look at the Ohio State Georgia game last year. Yes. I mean, look at in as good as and this Georgia defense is very good. They're not as good as they've been in the past. Mm-hmm. Look at all those no. those games that they had to score forty something when it counted, whether it's an SEC championship or a playoff game where they needed that to win. And those are some of the best defenses we've ever seen. But playoff games are just different, man. Mm-hmm. Like teams have extra time to prepare. You're gonna score points if you have dudes on offense. So 
I'll take that offense all day, which is why. You scored a bunch of points on Michigan's defense, for goodness sakes. And Michigan's defense was great. Totally. Which is the signals, but. Like, yeah, as they entered signals. The weapons they have this year and how Bobo's using them is scary. Mm-hmm. And I just back to the Carson Beck thing. When you watch him throw the ball to Lad McConkey, it's different. Like Aaron, from a quarterback perspective, like when you watch the velocity and the timing, mm-hmm. like he just he does not blink. He doesn't hesitate. Like Lad is such a great route runner. That second, what is that? I think it was a second reception. The one he over route, great stair step route to create yep. separation, flips it, goes up. I mean, just yeah, like, he's ridiculous. And so when Lad is healthy and then you add Brock back into that mix, I think they need to use Oscar a little bit more like they were using mm-hmm. Brock. I think he can do that. I think that didn't really last week. Maybe they didn't really need to the way the game that went, get way the game that went so early um, in their favor. They didn't really have to. But um, that offense is, I think, better than last year in a lot of areas. Oh, I okay. I, I feel like that's okay. Again, I got, so, 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 they go, so, so I, I got so I, much shit last year because I was like, I don't think the receivers are very good outside Lad. And that's you weren't. Not, you weren't. weren't. Arian is just a dude that you can throw in every now and then and see if you can win on a post. AD was not really healthy and not a shadow of William now. Kyrus Jackson and, and Dominic Blaylock were just guys. Mm-hmm. Right now, they're, they're guys, their third and fourth guys are Dominic Love and Rara Thomas, who are dudes that can make plays. Yep. When it's not Brock or it's But they not haven't really made that many plays yet. Like, what did they call it, one touchdown apiece thus far? Yeah, well, it's I guess not all about the fair. touchdowns. The yards have been great. The catches have been great, yeah. especially the past three but weeks. The yards have been good. all right. Yeah, I mean, I think they broke eight yards. Like guys that, that have to win you the game. Yeah, that, that's the right that, point. Like, yeah. You can't just yeah. go, okay, we don't really need to worry about this dude if, if he's one-on-one. Like, so go back no, to Bob's question, that, though, Jordan. Who who concerns you with the dog? Like, who's who are legitimate teams as we get going towards the end of the season now? Like, who could beat them? It, that they have on their schedule right now? Yeah, on their schedule or just in general? I'm not really worried about – let's start with their schedule. I'm I'm not worried about Tennessee uh, as much no. as maybe I think it – like they, they found the recipe last year against a much better Tennessee offense. You press mm-hmm. and be physical with those dudes on the outside, they can't win. Disrupts mm-hmm. the yeah. timing and it's just that Tennessee offense gets swallowed up because Georgia's too physical. So I'm not worried about that because that Milton and this uh, offense is not what it was last year. Um, Ole Miss had just watched them. They got a – I mean, they're – good but that pass game is struggling now like mm-hmm. they're not good up front jordan i don't good. think they're good up front man on either they're side not, of the ball right really. i mean vandy was hitting home with blitzes left and right i yeah. mean that game got kind of ugly at 26 nothing for like two and a half quarters you're like it feels a lot closer than it looks on score missouri i think is an interesting one mm-hmm. uh, only because actually two faceted because of how the game went last year missouri's going to walk in there with a ton of confidence and with how they're playing this year so i don't think they're going to walk in going man we are we're the little brother. We got to, you know, we hopefully we got to put it together and see if we can keep up with these guys. Um, and I think Kirby Moore doing such a good job with how he moves Luther Burden around. They're night and day who they were last year. Brady Cook is night and day the quarterback, just from a health yeah. standpoint. No one knew he had his shoulder torn last year and was playing with that. Mm-hmm. Um, he's night and day different. And up front, they pressure a quarterback. The, the you know, they're like fifth, I think, in the country in getting either under duress, hits, sacks on a quarterback. So if you can disrupt them a little bit, that one to me is a little scary. And then you get into, I think, Michigan just because they can play physical. And the way that mm-hmm. game goes early dictates a lot of what happens in a game like that. Ohio State just because I do think their offense will come around. I think the defense is extremely talented. Um, so those are, yeah, those are a couple. All right. All right. So, so look, it is that time of year. If you live in the South, chances are it's like finally just starting to get cold for you right now. Yeah, I hate it. Um, gumbo weather's coming in, dude. 
Uh, we flipped the calendar November here in a couple of days, and with turkey season comes championship season. And you look at the SEC this week, I mean, let's go, boys. 1v2 mm-hmm. in the West, 1v2 in the East. Mm. Um, since we already and, – and really it feels like so much of what's been done up to this point has all been table setting, right, like getting yeah. the meal ready. And now it's ready to see who's going to follow through and think cook this turkey the correct way. Uh, let's stick on – Mizzou, Georgia for a bit here. What's the spread on this, Aaron? Do you know off the top of your head? Georgia's like 15. They're double like 15, right? Okay. So, so, so is it, mm, Mm. so is it how, like, how interesting is this really then, right? I love how it sounds. I love this Mizzou team this year. Everything you just talked about, Jordan, but like, are we, are we actually going to be here on the other side next Monday and uh, be talking about a Mizzou team that, that put up a fight or made it close or is Georgia just going to steamroll to their 26th win in a row? I mean, Missouri is a much better team than Auburn, than Vandy, and those two teams kind of stuck around, right? I don't think That's you true. were ever like, you know, I mean, Auburn especially stuck around, but even Vandy, like. Both you know, on the road, though. Both on the road, though. Totally, 100%. Vandy's a tough place to play on the road. I know that well. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> stadium, you know, it's just that the wind gets – it's a wind tunnel now. No, oh, no, Jordan, you got to understand. It's a road game for you. So technically, no, 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 you know no, no, how hard look, it is look. as a road place that for you. true. I do. I, I did have to go silent cadence a few times at home. How sad is that? Jordan, uh, <laughs> Georgia fans this year don't understand conceptually – that some things actually not only play games against teams that may beat them, but sometimes they even have to go to that team's stadium. They're not used to it, right? right? They pretty much get everybody in Athens this year that has a pulse and that's barely with even anybody with a pulse. So Aaron may not be fully familiar with what you're talking about when you say road game. I'll uh, say, God, I, I said a few things about Missouri. I think one of the, the best things that I saw, and I had the Kentucky game, is I know it's Kentucky. I'm not, I'm not trying to pump up Kentucky here at all. But oh, they don't do that to the T-Bob. Yeah, do they, were, they were on the road down 14 early in that game. And it looked like Kentucky was just going to steamroll, right? And so to fight back on the road down that much early to win it by more than two scores, like that just tells you a lot about, I think, the maturity and what happens in adversity. And that's what I worry about in a game like this, right? If, if, if Georgia starts fast and Missouri starts slow, then in traditionally you're like, okay, that's over, right? Mm-hmm. So I think this is a different Missouri team just from that standpoint. Well, and and it that was one of those weird ass box scores game, Jordan, where like you look up and you don't the math doesn't add up. You're like, how'd they win so big? It's totally. like Luther Burden didn't do shit and like Brady like, Cook stats were like all right. And it's like, hold up now. So yeah, I agree with you. Like that made me feel better about Mizzou than anything. I still think Georgia probably rolls this weekend Roll. and Aaron's gonna demand that mm. we all crown them. I mean, I look, I I I I hope uh, they do not. I hope they do not roll. But if it's 15 for a reason, you know, like that, yeah. that that's that's kind of where I land, unfortunately. If it was in Mizzou, I wouldn't say that, right? It t- so, are you more, so you more worried about Ole Miss or Tennessee than you are Mizzou for Georgia? No, sorry. I want to be clear because I've been hardcore. Georgia's going to win the SEC yeah. and will lose Both in the playoff. Right that's been, yeah, that's been my take since the preseason. Nothing's changed. If anything, I'm actually coming around as much as I hate it. I feel like I'm getting Stockholm syndrome by all these Bulldog fans that we deal with constantly on this show because I'm finally starting to come around a little bit to the idea that maybe Georgia is going to win the Natty. Listen, a. I, I, I'm more concerned about Georgia Tech. They, they're just the killers in the ACC. Shut they, the they, Miami. Oh, they took down UNC. <laughs> like, you better watch out, Georgia Tech. Haynes King is uh, – he's playing right now. There's uh, right, nothing I hate more. SEC. They got like four or five dudes on that team that were kind of like – four tough games, like, T-Bob. Cool. All those bitching about Georgia's schedule, Missouri, Ole Miss, and Knoxville – and then Georgia Tech, a bull team Georgia Tech right now, 
taking out people left and right. It is a I just want to. I just want to clip that and just clip that sentence and put it up there and listen back to it. So Aaron has to hear the absurdity of what he just tried to utter just, into our headphones. And they just Shut to up. Beat a five and two Florida team too. So I mean, the stop it. Yeah, exactly. Five and two Florida team. That is a team that's going to finish six and six, and you know it. Florida know, is about to lose nearly every game from here on out. Five and two. All right, get the hell let's out of here. Okay. The other team, Jordan. Let's That's what it's a more competitive game. Yeah. Yes. Alabama, LSU. I love. L- I've been on LSU since this offseason. Maybe because I had their spring game, got to, to to really see what they're what they're cooking over there. Defensively, has been crap. Looks like it's getting a little yeah. bit better. What's your pulse on on this one? I think this one's interesting because this is a game that if if Alabama starts the way it did against Tennessee, it's over. Like you ain't, you know, I don't think you're coming back against an LSU team with the firepower mm-hmm. that they have. My biggest concern for how Alabama's built, they're built to like push the ball downfield, right? Protection's been an issue. When you just start to get in the weeds of this matchup, where they moved Harold Perkins, I don't love on one end. I don't think they're not improved in coverage because he's there. But now in protection, you always have to account for the fact that because he's over that slot corner, he's that nickel, but he can come mm-hmm. almost every time. And they'll bluff it, they'll bring him, they won't bring him. And if Alabama's on the right hash, and you got Caden Proctor at left tackle over there. And when you go back and watch the Tennessee game, eight out of 15 dropbacks, just straight called dropbacks, they chipped with a tight end for Caden. Mm-hmm. And that Man. that is great on one, on one hand. On the other hand, that handicaps you, and that shows a lot. And so what do you do now if you got your strength or your, your tight end strength, your formation strength of the field, and Harold Perkins out there? You got a tight end on him? Do you full slide out there? They've been terrible in slide protection all year. So I think mm-hmm. protection is going to be a – big issue for this team. And if you are an offense that needs to push the ball downfield to make those big plays, which they've done well this year, like you better hold up. Well, and but Jordan, that's where I get a bit. This is where this game almost feels unlike any football game you break down to where Alabama is awful at protecting Jalen Milrow, but it kind of hasn't mattered right like he gets totally. sacked a million times thrilled, but still the ex- that's like, what i'm saying but the explosivity makes up for it and i, and I want to say he's completing like he has like a 120 nfl passer rating under pressure right. this year it's gonna be like 70 so it's a weird thing where it's like i don't think the lsu passer like maybe they get after milro but i don't know how much it matters because you're gonna have three freshman corners trying to contend with jermaine burton out there and it feels like if jermaine burton gets going then the alabama offense could potentially be okay if the game starts the way they need it to start if they can dictate yeah. i think the pace mm-hmm. of play which i think is most important right and that's kind of why i said if like if lsu jumps out with two touchdowns early or something like that that changes the complexion of what alabama feels like they have to do on offense so i just i i, I watch mike denbrock and how he's moving malik neighbors and brian thomas mm-hmm. is a freaking robot mm-hmm. out there kyron lacy as well chris hilton finally healthy as well he's a dude that like can be on the jet sweeps, can mix it up, get the ball in his hands. Like Alabama's defense has been playing good, but those dudes got weapons. And I think the X factor is Jaden Daniels, probably the fastest dude on the field when he turns. Mm-hmm. So crazy. Bro. Well, so well, and then you, gotta, you have, you have digs at running back too. I think that yeah. to me is more than anything. Like boys, Jaden, boys. what about the O-line? The O-line's the great hidden hero of this LSU team. I think the best line. It'll probably be healthy, right? Um, yeah. 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 I think Emory Jones is going to be Jones, back. Yeah. 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 If, if LSU if LSU can score in the, in the mid thirties, can Alabama even with how bad LSU's defense can they keep up with that? Yes, I think like it's thirty. It's thirty LSU, enough for LSU. No, I think LSU's got to be forty. Oh wow! Yeah, I mean, th- I think just, I mean, the, 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 uh, the secondary, the LSU secondary, <laughs> bad, right? And, so and as much as I just talked mm. about the protection, like there will be times that LSU wins that. There'll be times that LSU will make 
Milrow scrambled or hit him, whatever. There's going to be a lot of times that there's going to be a big catch and run because you're out of place. The structure has improved since they've gone to more of this four down. Like there's less mm-hmm. holes in the field, but like the tackling's been bad. The coverage has been bad. Alabama's going to get some points, but like can they keep pace? I think LSU's got to get 40. It's kind of a fascinating thing where LSU clearly has the more giant glaring weakness, but they also have more giant glaring strength. Yeah. And it's going to be like, who's going to win in that tug of war push? Well, this is also, um, think about the pressure. This is Jaden's Heisman moment. This yes. is make or break. Yes. Yep. Heisman. So, like, yep. there's a lot of that. And, and, you, and I talked to him last week, I think, or the week before we had the Army LSU game. I asked him that. Like, I, I know the right answer is you don't think about it. You don't talk about it. But, like, this this day and age, like, it's all you see when you flip on your phone. It's all your buddies are texting you. So, like, maybe that that unseen pressure, like, does he rise to the occasion? Does he start fast? Does he start slow? Is it a little too much early? Like, you know, I don't think it will be, but that's just a fascinating piece of this that that isn't on paper, right? Has he improved Boy? enough in your mind? And you saw him in person. I had a chance to see him in person. Has he improved enough in your mind to be a mid-round NFL guy? I think with, with, with the way he plays the game, like he is elusive as hell now. Yes, I think a mid-round guy for sure. Just because, like last year in talking to Denbrock too, it was all split field read stuff. It was all yep. mm-hmm. game horizontal stretch. Like we got to control Jaden's eyes because he's not a work through the progression, get from one side to the other. Never had to do it at Arizona State. So now they are much more a full field progression team. So now you actually are seeing these these complete concepts. He's putting them on tape. He's excelling at them. So I think that was a difference maker from like, hey, let's take a flyer on a guy that like is a crazy athlete, crazy talented, like he's going to mm-hmm. need a lot of work to. This guy's a little closer than than you know maybe we thought um, to be able to step on an NFL field and 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 play and compete. I mean, shoot, I mean, did you see Will Levis? Yeah, like, yeah. I don't know if that's coming, right? I mean, no. like if you watched on Kentucky, I don't know if I see him going out there in his first start, first big time play or not start. Four right? tutties. Yeah, four tutties. White guy. Four tutties. Doesn't always work out when it does look out. Uh, I will. Yeah. I, what a nice moment for Levis too. Cause you know, it's been kind of totally. a shitty couple of years, right? Like Kentucky didn't go like he mm-hmm. wanted to at the end, yeah. uh, dropping in the draft. draft out of nowhere. And now look at, look at him. That's a, that's a, First off, he didn't drop out of the draft out of nowhere. It was idiots projecting was a top five. Very true. Start, okay. Right? Okay. No. Okay. Okay. Well, all yeah, I mean, is, all I mean is the, yeah. the public conception and the NFL yes. view of him yeah. were clearly at odds with one another. 100%. Like everybody thought he was going to, everybody in the public thought he was going to go way higher. Yeah. Um. All right. Let's move on. There. We kind of touched on Heisman, and it is who Heisman's wins the game. By the way, we didn't answer. Who oh, wins okay. the game. Early, early in the week prediction. We got. I'm gonna ride with hard. LSU. Oh, okay. Dude. Oh, I am just you know I I think they're gonna be able to score points. Do I think they're gonna run up and down the field in Alabama? I said that like last week, and someone's like, "Oh, you think they're just gonna you know go all over the field?" No, but they're gonna score points. They're gonna mm-hmm. make some big plays. So can they get to 40? That'll be the question, but I think they win. Uh man, this is one of those games where like already now I can already feel it in my gut a little bit, dude. Everybody around these parts is getting fucking fired up. If this place wins on Saturday, like Brian mm. Kelly, you wanted to get out of jail free card. You want everybody, nobody's gonna give a fuck about the secondary losing to Florida State. None of that shit. You go win this Saturday, you're you're hey. you're God mode. Mm-hmm. Uh you're a made man. Uh, which is crazy because now you look up. And somebody like Brent Venables was a made man a month ago. 
And now you have like a couple of horrible breakdowns defensively back-to-back mm. weeks. You lose to Kansas first time in a couple decades, and you got Bedlam and Stillwater coming up. Like it's so shocking, y'all, how fast college your football. your fortune can shift in college football. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Uh first first playoff ranking comes out tomorrow. Oh, God, Who's your God. four? Who's your four? Um, I think I got. I'm gonna go. Okay, this is interesting. So I'm a big fan of of letting strength of schedule dictate a lot early. Now, my first selection is going to be Georgia, so that de- necessarily doesn't play to that, but you're the two-time defending. And your second, and your second one's going to be Michigan, right? So that well, doesn't play to My second one's going to be Ohio no, State. They got the Ooh. much better – they, they got two better wins. Michigan hasn't played anybody. The reason I say that is because I would much rather have the eye test come into play at the end, mm-hmm. right? I don't want to put somebody with the eye test before a team that's proven it on the field until that is like – until you go, okay, hands down, it doesn't matter. Everyone's played all their games. This team is better. And I'm okay with that. Yeah. That's why we have a college football playoff. But I think doing it too early gets you in trouble. So I'd go Georgia, Ohio State, and then Washington because I think they got probably the best win um, against Oregon. And then probably Florida State, and I'd have Michigan at probably five. Oh, wow. Mm. Well, you, just hate, you just hate sign stealing? Think Harbaugh yes. should get in trouble? For one, I think that – I don't know. We don't have to go down a complete tangent. For one, I think that's bullshit. Uh, I think so many teams do it for two. Wait, thing, you think teams? You think teams are flying people out with with cameras? Maybe not as egregiously, but there's a hundred thousand yes. people sitting in the stands. You think you, you think there's not someone that's doing this the whole game? That's sending Kirby would the- never, Jordan Rogers. You take that back, you motherfucker. Kirby, Brian Kelly. Kirby would Brian never. Kelly. Of course okay. not. Of course okay. Brian the Kelly other part of that that I'm just like everybody's everybody's like, oh, it's easy to fix. Like you just put a uh, you put a put a speaker in the helmet. That fixes nothing. That that works in NFL because you huddle. Yes. No one huddles. Oh, in oh, yeah. So as soon as the quarterback gets it, he's still got a signal to everybody else. No, and it's everyone's helmet. Well, yeah, you can do that. You have to put in all the receivers' helmets. You have to put in the receivers' helmets too. I, love love like, aspect yeah. of it. I like people picking it because you know what? There's a lot of times that we knew teams had our signs and we'd flip to the other side, and then we had the advantage. Like why would why would we create oh, yeah. a rule that is so easily fixed by either changing your signs, having multiple signs, and also can easily can easily be fixed by Jordan, you went to Vanderbilt. You had smart kids that can handle changing signs. That's the difference. Whose problem is that? These idiots at other schools. It's not our fault we didn't go to Vanderbilt. We need it. We did. We did. Yeah, you can handle that. Most of these schools, you know. No, but here's the thing: you 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 change signs, guys will be running into each other. If you only put the speaker in the quarterback's helmet, he's now got a single signal to everybody else, and now every signal will absolutely be on the all twenty-two tape. Whereas now. Maybe one sideline is, but not yeah. all of it is. Like now, you're putting every sign on. You need everyone's helmet. I think. Yeah. The, I think the XFL or maybe the AAF, one of the leagues, one of those leagues I was in, did yeah, everyone had it in their helmet. There's also a school. One of those leagues I was. The school that's a, <laughs> an all deaf school um, that is putting like uh, almost like a heads up display in visors with like oh, a number. Cool. And what so, like, like it's all. Numer- I don't think we should get there. Like, well, let's not go that aggressive. far. Like, let's fix the chains before we get that crazy. Like. You know, or chip the ball. Like, let's before we start putting like uh, Tony Stark screens on visors. But, anyways. Oh, no. See, I fucking hate, I hate chip the ball. I'm all about human error. I hate robot umps. I hate all that shit. Human error is a class. I mean, nobody wants to do that. Then we should keep signs, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, I would, I would, I would keep sides over anything or like even, I mean, given pitch count, like pitch selection things. So, if you just want them to, I don't give a fuck really. Um, no, it doesn't matter. Uh, like somebody, here's a golden rule of humanity. Somebody's going to figure out a way to cheat and somebody's going to figure out a way to cheat best. 
and we just have to decide how we adjudicate how much trouble we want to get. So to wrap that up, I have Michigan at five. They're going to play Penn State and Ohio State, and they'll freaking figure it out. Maybe they'll yeah. probably end up at the, back in my rankings again very shortly. Finally, and then we'll let you go. Heisman favorites. J.J. McCarthy now the odds-on betting favorite. Mm. We mentioned Jaden have his moment this weekend. Dylan Gabriel's flagging a bit. Michael Penix Jr. still on that list. Somewhere out there, Aaron Murray's going to try to convince you that Carson Beck should be, and it's not just because he has a large Carson Beck bet floating out there. Oh. Um, <laughs> what do we uh, What do we think for your Heisman favorites there? George? Aaron's going to hold like one of these. You guys are going to do this. He's going to invite every Heisman voter that he knows yeah. just to give like mm. an hour long speech and it's just highlights of Carson Beck. Hey, once, once Penix loses, he's out. Uh, you know, if Jaden loses this weekend, he's out. I don't Carson have Jaden in my top four. Really? I know. It's crazy to me that he's, I mean, I get, no, no, it's not Again, crazy. I get why. I get the why. same thing though. He's going to have every opportunity, but I, I think it's yeah. got to be too far. I think you got to have you got to be leading your team to be one of the best in the country. He's got that check, right? Stats-wise, he's got it to be in the conversation. It's not crazy. Um, and Heisman moment, I think, is big. So playing mm. the biggest in the biggest game. So he'll have that moment for me to jump back in. I'd go Penix at one for that reason. He's got the stats. He's got the Heisman moment so far. I'd go Jaden probably second. Um, mm -hmm. He's going to have his Heisman moment next. But I think he's by far the best player well-rounded in the country with what he does with his legs as well. Um, I think an interesting non-quarterback, I think like Marvin Harrison's going to have a chance to get in that conversation better than yeah. anybody. You could say Malik neighbors, but Malik would never win it because Jaden is quarterback. Yep. But with, with McCord playing the way he is you're like, man, he's not in the conversation. So if Marvin goes off against Penn state um, goes off against uh, or not Penn state um, goes off Michigan. In, uh, against Michigan late, yep. he's going to have an opportunity to like rocket up some of those, rankings depend on if Penix loses or if Jaden goes out and lays an egg this week, you know. Bo can still win it too. Bo, if, if, Oregon, too, yeah. if, if Oregon wins the I'd have Bo, right ahead Bo of, is right uh, in it. AJ. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Bo Bo should be rocking up as well. Uh Joe, we've already heard you so that Bo's playing, like and we had this conversation earlier about like NFL and again I'm I'm not like I think it's gonna be a high draft pick or not, but like the fact that Bo Nix was the same Bo Nix at Auburn, like doesn't that tell you a lot about coaching and systems? Yeah, yeah but yeah. but but I don't think Bo like to me. I watched Bo's last season. Bo actually played pretty well at Auburn his last year. I felt like he had no support. Yeah, true. <laughs> he had no he had no true. receivers. No true. receivers. That's at that's all. correct. I mean, he was he was running around for his life yeah, at the time making crazy plays. George's point: it's not just coaching; it's situation; it's all oh, this yes. stuff. Like. We, you, I don't we think Bo was a bad so quarterback two old. years ago at Auburn yeah. is what I'm saying. Yeah, he didn't right. have the support. He was right. not a bad quarterback. Right. Um, image image a day in the chat says Jordan Travis. Jordan Travis is kind of sneakily yeah. hanging around mm -hmm. on the outside. Like he, it would take some big statistical finishes to probably push him through. But um, I, I guess, you know, he's not, not. This year it's going to be who's got the biggest moment. Like someone's going to yeah. steal it here just because <clears throat> of one game. Like that's just wild. I still think if Jaden, if J if everyone wins out, but Jaden wins in Tuscaloosa and beats Georgia, yeah. I think Jaden gets it, even yeah. if they're not. I don't in the even think he has to beat Georgia. I don't think he has to. Be. I think mm -hmm. if he wins in, because he's becoming enough of a statistical outlier potentially, where if he wins in Tuscaloosa, yeah. But that, Penix, if Penix goes undefeated though with his stats, yeah, that's true. Yeah, you're, you're right. You're right. Yeah. you're right. No, you're right. You're right. Um, all right, Joe. We've already kept you so long, man. Where are you calling this weekend? Uh, I'm at Ole Miss A and M. So we got oh, Nation wow. at uh, A and M, and then uh, actually that's the noon kick. So I'll just head head straight up to the booth. So I actually What's get the game in Oxford. Yeah, in Oxford, I get to watch football on a Saturday night. Let's go! Mm. Mm. Hell yeah, gotta be a good feeling, dude. Well, enjoy that. 
enjoy watching the uh, football purgatory that is Texas A&M. So you watch a fan base just vacillate between heaven and hell, never improving, but never getting worse. It's a fascinating thing to witness firsthand. Jordan Rodgers. Right now, let's be honest. Wait, what? Regressing. They're regressing. I get the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not not, even, even the 30-17 win over South Carolina wasn't good. But, hey, at least the yell leaders got to go swimming after the Hey, you know what? I'll, I'll be praying for your nipples, too. I'll keep I'll – <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I mean, we're feeling like, honestly – they feel on top of the world compared to last week. Nips are improving mightily. <laughs> what helps? Like some um, no, like nothing. Because nothing. this is what I was telling people. It's not. It's not like an itchy, shirt off, kind of fanning them. Maybe a little bit, but but uh, it's like it's not. It's just an internal. It's like the guy from the water boy, just it's like literal in the sun thing. rubbing them. But the problem is, it's not just the nipples. It's your lip. It's your spine. It's your chest. Like it feels like somebody's sitting on my chest right now. It's just that the nipples, combined with their regular <laughs> normal erotic nerve endings, I think everything is just more so. So like everything hurts, but the nipples hurt more right, so because right. of kind of the natural biology of the whole equation to begin with. So I'll be praying for you, man. Um, thank you. And next time we'll ask you whether or not you like your nipples tweaked, but we'll leave that alone hey, for today. Hey. <laughs> Jordan, you have a great day, my friend. Appreciate it, fellas. Thanks, All right, take it easy, man. Jordan Rogers, legend again. Catch him this Saturday, AM, uh, Ole Miss. That's going to be fantastic. Aaron, I don't even need to ask you if you like your nipples tweaked because I know the answer is probably yes. You know the answer to that. You're one of the dirtiest sons of bitches I've ever met in my entire life. <laughs> um, and I mean that so lovingly. I know and, you do. That's a problem. That's a possible way. Yes. Um, well, I forgot to do uh, our game time read. So just remember, guys. This uh, this holiday season, if you want you want to get involved with the fastest growing ticketing app in the U.S., of course, I'm talking about game time. You want to go to any of the big games, Aaron? What are all the big games you're going through early in our pre-show? Like, what are all the big? Games I mean, there is week? so many good games this weekend. Hell, I was going to go to the Georgia Missouri game, all set, got my tickets ready yeah. to go, and then I just got called. I have to go to the Auburn Vandy game. I'll be on the call for that right after Jordan's. Mm -hmm game so uh double dipping again this week going from mac to the sec but you got georgia missouri you got kansas state at texas hell yes. if you want to go watch notre dame clemson you know just keep being clemson clemson could be four and five for goodness sakes you want to watch that oklahoma oklahoma state you got bedlam uh washington usc and then obviously the big boy lsu alabama in tuscaloosa so use the game time app you got plenty of tickets and plenty of games to go to this weekend and remember, it's not just football, baseball, basketball, hockey are upon us. Pelicans are rolling. Let's freaking go. Uh, if you want to go to a concert, Game Time is obsessed with finding ways to help you save money on tickets. Exclusive flash deals, sponsored deals on games and concerts daily within the app with zone deals. I love this. With zone deals, you pick the section and Game Time picks the seats, right? It's to maximize your savings. Also, with the Game Time Guarantee, you always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, they will credit you 110% of the difference. So take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time, download the Game Time app, create an account, and redeem code SNAPS for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and enter code SNAPS, S-N-A-P-S, for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. JLab has something for everyone with earbuds and headphones that are as versatile as you are. Perfect for calls, listening to podcasts, and working out. They are built for every single moment. JLab is proud to partner with Powerhouse College Athletics, UCLA, Duke, Gonzaga, Indiana, St. John's, TCU, 
Vanderbilt, Arkansas, Minnesota, San Diego State, and more. From lively tailgates to coaches' play calling and courtside rivalries to college athletics and IL deals, JLabs joins the action and connects with 182 million plus college sports fans nationwide. They're excited to partner with 17 D1 college schools showcasing their passion and loyalty of fans and athletes across the United States. Whether creating cutting-edge tech products or pursuing athletic greatness, being the best takes hard work and commitment. JLab is proud to partner with schools who are showcasing the hard work, perseverance, and even the championship celebrations across all college sports. Use code SNAPS25 for 25% off your order. Visit JLab.com to find your kind of tech. Superchargers, headlights, and more. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Aaron, did you already know? I am the proud owner of not one, but two murdered out minivans. Black on black on black. You know, we just had the second kid, so we need a little bit something bigger to get the kids and the dogs around T-Bob, so you got to sell me a little bit more. Bro, I'm telling you, dude, they're incredible. I mean, the, the, the amount of room that you have for activities will blow your mind. You've never experienced anything like it. Plus, you've never felt the true joy that comes from ultimate convenience until you have sliding doors with kids in a busy parking lot, okay? Like, you never bump any other cars. They're amazing. There's, like, ways to open the door and the keys. It's like, I can open my doors in 18 different ways, and they slide. The only thing that feels better is not paying a car note. How do you not pay a car note? You extend the life of your vehicle, and that's where eBay Motors comes into play. Yeah, with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED lights, roof racks, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, look, guys, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. I mean, come on, guys. What's not to love? Well, the parts you need at the prices you want, it's so easy to bring home that win. So keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hey guys, it's Ray from the Bobby Bone Show here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Let's go! Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain from the road to the hills to the trails all over. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating, up to eight passengers, yeah. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer. Check out amazing national sales event deals on RAV4s, Highlanders, and more. Visit buyatoyota.com. That's buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Um, let's see Snaps what we got 10. here. Snaps up uh, 10. Nolan Warnock, T-Bob's heart rate's going to be 216 for the LSU kick, bro. Mm-hmm. You don't even know. You don't even <clears throat> My heart may explode. You don't even know. You, last year, if only you could have been at the bar that I do my post game show from, you would have witnessed a bunch of people who felt as if their souls had left their body after that two point conversion. Mm. Um, 
I can only imagine what it'd be like if they could somehow do it again. Before we get into our snaps up 10, Charlie Shepard asks, Aaron, how do you feel about Kirby's smart shot at Mullen? For those who missed it in the post game, mm. Kirby was talking about how, you know, I don't listen to any of this stuff, but, you know, people send me clips of people saying we're going to lose. And I thought it was a friend of mine. And then he gets in a little, but he didn't like to recruit though. We mm. know your boys with Kirby. <laughs> we know your boys with Dan up there at Lake Oconee. How are you scoring this one, Aaron? Of course, Kirby. I mean, Dan, who, who even Tebow, even Tebow, the holy one Tebow, like he picked Georgia win the football game. Like, come on, Dan. Like you knew Florida had no shot. Uh, uh, silly, silly. So yeah, big, big score once again for Kirby Smart, who uh, you know somewhat owns uh, the, this, this, I don't want to say rivalry, but competition between him and Dan Mullen. Um, all right. Time for our snaps top 10. Thank you, Goat Dog, very much. The show's great. Remember, please like and subscribe. Y'all 7K. We love to freaking see it, boys. Mm. The road to 8K goes now. If we get to 10 by the national championship, that is our goal. So you get to see T Bob's nipples. If we get to 10, get, it, we're get it. it up. I mean, I don't mind showing my nips at all. Not right now, though. Way no. too insecure. Somebody told me today that they had shingles on their face, and I can't imagine. Like, I don't know what I would do. I'd probably wear like a fan of the opera. I think that's mask. called something else, but whatever. Um, yeah, well, it is all herpes, to be fair. Yeah, I really true. just have herpes all across my back. <laughs> um, Nolan Warnack, I'd personally get us 10K for that. Well, okay, get to creating the multi accounts, Nolan. Let's go. Um, you know, there's in the so shop. Any, any, any ideas for future guests? Any, any requests? We try to sprinkle them in, especially on Mondays. So Aaron's pretty famous and he is able to get a lot of these connections. So yes, give us good ideas and Aaron can probably pull it off. Uh, Greg says, T-Bob, you look so refreshed yesterday with that whiskey and wine the night before. Well, okay, to be clear, we actually filmed that Saturday night. So that is why. No whiskey and wine. I had had five hours without any kids, finally some rest mm. right before that show. And today, even though I feel about 80%, that feels more like 100% because of how awful. But look how pale I look. Very dead looking. Anyway, snaps, top 10. We do it every single Monday, and uh, we should get Dan back on, actually. Mullen, for we sure. should get Dan on. If he, uh, if just, we just need better. I, I would I want to bring Dan on, but his internet is just so shit. I know. That it kind of deters me at times. Lake life, dude. Yeah. Lake, lake life. life, dude. All right, let's get into it. Uh, snaps, top 10. Aaron, let me guess. You want to put Georgia number one? I would still keep Michigan at one, but if you want to put Georgia at one, I wouldn't say no to it. I'll I'll offer a deal for Georgia fans. Mm. We'll keep Michigan at one for this week because, I mean, I'm kind of tempted, even though I think Florida's awful. I don't think it's that big of a win. It's still, I guess, as impressive as anything Michigan has done this year. Um, but for consistency's sake, we will keep Michigan in one for now, mm -hmm. but should Georgia win this weekend, Michigan doesn't have a big one, right? And it's still not yet this weekend. Um, no, they have no, Purdue. They Purdue. Uh, yeah. Should Georgia win this weekend, they will guarantee be number one in next yeah. week's top 10 because Mizzou will be a very good win for them. So yes. we'll go Michigan, UGA, and then here's where mm. <sighs> Aaron, just say it. I, I mean, we're not going to do it, but you can just say what you want. I know. I think Oregon's the third best team in America. Um, did Paul Feinbaum really say we have potty mouths? Go dog he? says. Is that true? Shout out. Can we get a clip of that? Can some of the snaps boys get a clip of that? That'd be great. Did it's like really a screenshot from I think we ended up in a Michigan opening season hype video, but I never saw the video. Uh, I hope he said that. 
Um, anyway, anyway, sorry. Okay, so you want Oregon to be third? I love Oregon. Uh, you know, I, I'm, 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 I'm feeling Oregon right now. I think they're I, the best in America. I don't hate your logic. I don't hate your logic. But like the game's got to matter, right? I know. I and know. Oregon I know. We'll have a chance to beat Washington again. I agree. Okay. Oregon will have a chance to beat Washington. So you will have a chance to be right on Oregon. But Washington, as it stands now, has one in Eugene and one in Washington. And so I just can't do it, Aaron. Like there's just no way I can do it. I just, I, it, 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 it just cannot be allowed. I'm sorry. Right, can we do this then? Can we do, can we do life? Washington, Oregon, FSU to round up the top five. Do you have a problem with that? Ohio State's offense. I just can't, I can't feel it right now. That was, we just continue to see just average play on that side of the football. It's a one man band and he's might win the Heisman for goodness sakes, but oi, oi. Ooh, but again, I mean, Ohio State does have two really good wins. Notre Dame's good. Notre, Notre Dame looks yeah. really good. That's a win that's appreciating in value, even with the Louisville loss. And uh, I mean, I don't think the Penn State wins actually as good as probably the it's Notre not. Dame one, but FSU has won. You won, you won, you won wins two games. Down. Yeah, you won two games for, and I like Ohio State. I love their defense, but you won two games against offenses that can't move the football. What if we moved? And I hate to do this to FSU because they're actually gaining in steam and I feel like looking stronger and stronger. Yep. But if you wanted to do the Oregon thing, we could go Michigan, UGA, Washington, Oregon, Ohio State, FSU. Because okay. unfortunately, FSU's win in Clemson just yeah. it's losing value. I mean, Clemson's mm-hmm. four and four. Yeah. At this point. There'll be four and five of this weekend. Um, okay. Ooh, 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 mm-hmm. ooh. And I guess, uh, and and let's let's think about who that loss is going to be too. It's going to be to Notre Dame, who Penn State beat. So it's a better look for Ohio State, worse look for Florida State. Yeah, true, 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 true. Okay, um, that Oregon one's going to get people fired up. But I don't hate it. I don't hate it as long as Washington's ahead of them. Team. To beat them head to head, I don't hate it. Now, to be clear, I would have to think. I would actually no, no, no. That's not true. Um, I was going to say, I think long and been hard about who I'd pick if they matched up a neutral field right now. No, I mean, I think the mind pick would probably be Oregon. My heart would still be going Washington. But again, we have to be careful with that because that's pride. That's hubris. That's what we all said going into the first matchup and then Washington won. That's what everybody said going into last year and Washington won. So like eventually Oregon's got to fucking follow through. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, like we keep crowning you, go and do it. But I agree that Utah win was as impressive as anything we've seen on the year thus far. Um, okay, so that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven is Alabama or Texas? Texas, Texas, seven. I go Texas, Alabama, seven, eight. Yeah, 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 yeah. for sure. Games got to matter, like we said. Yep. They won that head to head. Um, so mm. seven, eight. Um, I mean, I'm kind of done with Oklahoma. I'm done with Penn State. And Penn State. I'm done with both of them. I think they'll choose the top ten team. But I'm not into Ole Miss really as a top ten team. I don't believe. I know you want them to be because you're trying to do Ole Miss or LSU. To. No, no, I'm not sold on. I'm not sold on Ole Miss. I'm not sold on Ole Miss at all. I, I, you know how I feel about LSU. I think LSU is one of the top teams in America. I would put LSU in the top ten. But I've been trying to get them in the top ten, back in the top ten for a while, and you keep uh, rejecting me on that one. I could sneak LSU at ten here. People are going to accuse us of being accuse me of being a homer, though. I'll take the blame for you on that one. Um, you want to put Missouri in the top ten? I think Missouri's a damn good team. If you want to keep, 
So I would love to. Okay, I don't know. Let's see. Do we think Missouri would beat Penn State? Yes. I kind of, I kind of think so as well. But I think that maybe I think Penn State is so overrated. They their offense sucks. I mean, they look shitty against Indiana. So bad. They look, they look shitty against Indiana. To be clear. Um, and then. I mean, no Oklahoma. Am I being too harsh on Oklahoma? I mean, Kansas is good. It's a good Kansas team. They lost to. I get okay, they're so looking Oklahoma, shaky right now. Oklahoma nine, LSU ten. Hmm. We hype up a. Yeah, I mean, look, LSU's one loss is to FSU, but then I run into the classic. I'm I'm being a bit hypocritical because I'm jumping LSU over Ole Miss. I know. Like Ole Miss won the head. They are. And that kind of goes at complete odds of the rest of this list. It's unfortunate, but we're going to do it. We're going to do it. LSU number 10. That way we get a top 10 matchup. 10. Okay, you're right. Yeah, let's juice up a top 10 matchup. Yes, this this Saturday, officially LSU-Alabama top 10 matchup, number 8 versus number 10. Um, JD, the guitar, says FSU deserves a spot in the CFP. Georgia loves their cupcakes. For what it's worth, the snap to top 10 is different than how I would score the college football playoff. I would have uh, Georgia, Michigan, Oregon. No, 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 no. I'm talking about resume, like to this point, like uh, who should be in your top four rankings? Actually, I don't know, man. Do I agree with Jordan Rogers? Like, I kind of feel like FSU and Ohio State and Washington all have wins that should give them the nod. Over UGA, Michigan. His reasoning was was solid. Of like, if if the, if the eye test prevails, they'll they'll yeah. get the wins to get in. But you don't want to set yourself up just in case they they don't. But I don't know. It's it's just hard for me not to watch Georgia and Michigan right now and Oregon and say those are I the know. best three teams in America. Yeah, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Well, that's why playoff rankings are fun, right? This yes. time of year because that's what we're going to be discussing constantly from here on. Out. All right, here it is. Your October thirtieth. Halloween spooky snaps top 10 at number 10 LSU number nine Oklahoma number eight Alabama seven Texas six FSU five Ohio State four Oregon three Washington two UGA one Michigan it's good to see your comments here in a minute but first a message from DraftKings NBA fans the wait is over Basketball is back, and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports movie partner of the NBA, is celebrating with an unbeatable offer. Right now, new customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets for throwing down $5 on the NBA. Win or lose, like it doesn't matter. You start the season with an instant dub. And always remember, the DraftKings parlays, everyone's got a shot at even bigger basketball wins so string together multiple bets from the same game or build a parlay across multiple games for a shot at making your payday even sweeter bottom line is basketball is more fun when you're in on the action so download the DraftKings sportsbook app now and use code tbob t-b-o-b new customers get two hundred dollars in bonus bets instantly for betting just five dollars only on DraftKings sportsbook with code t-bob t-b-o-b the crown is yours gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in new york call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text hope and y 467-369 in Connecticut, help is available for a problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. 
on behalf of Boot Hill Casino Resort, Kansas. Licensee partner, Gold Nugget Lake Charles, Louisiana, 21 or older, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Uh, BA's tie stone cold styles as a can't fast forward. We're live. Hell yeah. Dude. Listen to the ads, support the snaps boys. And really again, just hit the like, subscribe. Um, MOJ day says, uh, you have to judge how conferences do with outside opponents. The ACC did well with non-con SEC's not done well. That's true. Yeah, you know, true. SEC fans may not I like it, the ACC. The ACC is dying a little bit right now though. They no, they are, but, 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 dying but, a little bit. Thing, but it's still an interesting point in that the ACC did win those non-conference battles uh, early, 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 but they are, they have, it's been a conference that came out guns blazing and has significantly gone down. And you know, North Carolina losing this weekend is Brett Louisville looked really good though. Like Louisville Uh, was dominant. We didn't even talk about Louisville as much. We probably should have. I mean, Riley Leonard and Duke could not get shit going. Also, does Louisville feel like they just like every now and then you see people in life uh, back their way into success, right? And for Louisville to somehow go from Satterfield to Braum in the manner that they did, like how lucky are they? Mm. Because mm. I don't think Satterfield's that good. And I think well, it's still doing pretty it. shocking that Cincinnati. Cincinnati. I think it's shocking yeah. that Cincinnati jumped on Satterfield to begin with. And then all of a sudden, Brom's like, okay, wait, what the fuck? I can go back home, get out of West Lafayette mm-hmm. where I was doing good, but like I'm kind of buried. Like that's much more. It was just like, if you're a Cardinal fan, man, you know who probably did it? The Papa. He's been behind the scenes, still eating pizzas. And he oh, ate Papa so John. many pizzas that he somehow infected Scott Satterfield's brain and got him the fuck out of town. I got Brom mm-hmm. back in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so shout out Louisville. If they hadn't blown, I mean, how crazy would it be if they hadn't blown? Who'd they lose to? They lost the, the, the pit. Who sucks? Oh, who, yeah. mean, what an we awful loss. We got to oh. get to Narduzzi uh, a bit maybe later in the week as I've never seen a coach piss his own players off more as Pat Narduzzi did. I mean, how is Louisville feeling right now? Like Louisville may be like a easily a top, top 10, 10 team. They'd be undefeated. Top 10. Yeah. Yeah. And he lost with a pretty good resume. Oh, um, oh. I know. Uh, let's see here. What are we talking about? Uh, my CFB prediction says JD, the guitarist, Georgia, Ohio state, FSU, Oregon, Ohio state's going to be up there. Their resumes. Who is the Ohio state is the best resume in college. Football no, he right means, now. I think he's saying all said and done. Cause he has Oregon in there. Uh, all said and done. No, Ohio state can't beat Michigan. They got no offense. They get no offense. Yeah, you're probably right. And it's at it's at Michigan too. Um, as a lineman, Ox of the Shop says, "What is your thought on prime time and his comment on his lineman?" So this is something that I've seen where, if you missed it after the game, Pat Narduzzi's like, you know, we thought we replaced our players with some good players, and apparently we were wrong. And a bunch of his players were quote tweeting it like, you know, like what the fuck, man, this is kind of crazy. Like this guy's been lying to us. Uh, whereas prime time came out and was like, said, you know, we just got to get better linemen. They uh, they suck. Yeah. And the key and crucial difference is that that's been prime since day one. Mm-hmm. That has been the very clear level of expectation. Whereas for someone like Narduzzi, he's probably behind closed doors amping these kids up yeah. and telling them what they want to hear. And then in a low moment in the media, he accidentally tells the truth. 
So when you maintain the truth consistently, does it hurt? Yeah, man, it hurts if you're one of those Colorado guys and you hear that. But it is what it is. Also for Prime, 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 Prime is treating this entire thing like the NFL. Yeah. Where like I'm I'm all I'm here to do is assemble the best possible team I can. If Prime could cut guys in the middle of the season, he would. He yeah. would. He would treat like Frigid. Because I remember like every week for the first like six weeks of the season, the NFL locker room is rotating like crazy. There's tryouts every single week. There's like 10 guys on Tuesday trying out. If someone looks good, someone's asking getting cut, someone's getting signed. It is yeah. a constant rotating door. And that's how Prime is treating. And you said the best, T. Like he has made that statement from the very beginning that if you ain't good enough, I'm going to find someone else who is good because I'm here to win football games. So, so like, it is a good follow-up question from Ox. He says, so how do you think they play the rest of the season knowing they're being replaced? That's, I mean, that's true. No matter how real they're used to it being kept, it's still deflating to hear. It's still going to be frustrating. And Aaron, I'm getting more and more mad about the Stanford-Colorado game because the over four and a half is looking far away right now. Mm. For Colorado, you're at home against Oregon State. Don't think you win that. Then you're at home versus Arizona. That's going to be your best chance. So Arizona's Arizona's rolling right now. Arizona's playing really good football, and I hate it. And then you're at Wazoo. Don't think you're going to go into Pullman and win. And then you're in Utah. Don't think you're winning that game. So after all said and done, Aaron, my over four and a half may not actually hit. All thanks to Iowa Manor and his 300-yard comeback uh, a couple weeks ago. October, still frustrating, dude. (laughs) But you have to understand, in today's game with the portal, it's kind of like free agency in the NFL in the sense of like you have to put good tape on if you want to go somewhere good though. Like if these guys yeah. want an cha- opportunity to go somewhere else, like you got to play hard. Like you, it's it's turned the sport is turned into a little bit more me less team, unfortunately, with the new rules. You you, you missed an easy one there. A little more me less we is yeah. what you were looking for. That's what I was. You, you I mean, it, did, it, it didn't roll the tongue team. as well, but yeah, yeah. Point. Uh, but no, I feel you. We'll never forget. There's no I in team, but there is a me. So give me my motherfucking money, bitch. That's what I always said uh, back in college. Um, not really. Nobody ever gave me money. I got a $20 handshake one time from a booster after the game, mm-hmm. and that was it. Um, is Travis Hunter 100%? We've seen elite offices bail out entire team deficits. Um, Travis Hunter looks really good right now. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see on Colorado. I'm just saying that what was once looked like a sure thing is now very, very much up in the air if they can get to five wins. All right, that'll do it for today. Snaps, thank you all so much. You know, we love being back live here on YouTube. Shout out to our guys, Pat Gunther, Chris Tran, Danny Cardenas, Adam Gracia. Uh, Congratulations again to Brum, who remains on paternity leave. Christian Hunter, thank you so much. The biggest of all thank yous to everybody who listens, shares it with your friends, spreads the good word of Snaps, because this is my and Aaron's favorite thing that we get to do. YouTube.com slash at volume snaps, like, subscribe, 7K, check, 8K, you're next, Bill Goldberg style. And uh, yeah, we'll be back tomorrow because we got a massive slate of games coming up this weekend. So uh, we'll be back tomorrow with more snaps. We love you. We'll see you then. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 
2025 QX80 coming this summer. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. This is where projects come to life. Our showrooms are designed to inspire with the latest products from top brands, curated in an inviting, hands-on environment, and a team of industry experts to support your project. We'll be there to make sure everything goes as planned, from product selection to delivery coordination. At Ferguson Bath, Kitchen, and Lighting Gallery, your project is our priority. Find great brands like Bosch at your local showroom or visit us online at ferguson.com build.